Keep your back straight and gently close your eyes. Now please listen to the singing bowls. Take few deep long breaths and relax your whole body while you are listening to this beautiful sound. Vibration. experience, relaxation and peace, feel harmony with your body, feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. If you know how to love yourself, it is much easier for you to love others. In this moment, understand power of self-caring and self-love. <coughs> Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful.
send your loving thoughts <coughs> towards whole world. Just have that intention. Maintain that intention in your mind. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Now slowly turn your attention to your breath, your natural, ordinary breaths. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural breath. Don't do it by force. Mind wanders. That is the nature of the mind. <coughs> Wandering mind is so normal. That's the way it is. Therefore, don't go against it. But be a mindful observer. Observing what is coming and what is going. Automatically we are labeling them or judging them. Also it is fine, but based on your judgment, don't condemn your inner self or external world. <coughs>
when you are silently observing yourself <coughs> what do you see how do you feel Usually we are slaves to our thoughts, feelings and emotions. Those thoughts, feelings and emotions are controlling us always. Then we become slaves to them. If you are aware about yourself instead of becoming slaves to those things you become a master mastering your mind be mindful not to give power to them when you are giving power to them then you start to believing in them then after few weeks or few months later we think they are real in this moment understand everything is mind made you all are best story makers are you aware about you while you are making those stories when you are aware about them they are not really bothering you you will see that creation who creates it what is going on what is happening that moment then you are keep watching and observing then they will disappear every condition things are subject to change everything is mind made that means as yourself a question am i responsible for those creations in my mind or somebody else <coughs> if you are not mindful our blame always going outward you are the problem you are the answer
Now observe your mind, <coughs> observe your body, your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Think to yourself, these many things that arise in my mind do not belong to me. When I think that they are mine, to do as I wish, to cling to or to push away or to ignore, I generate enormous suffering in my life and in the lives of others. May I continue to develop great regard, respect and kindness towards many contents of my mind and my body. Now bring your palms together close to your heart, which means respect for going inward. Make a wish for yourself, or you can make a wish for your family, your loved ones. This is a good time to make those wishes for your departed one. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Okay, now we are going to do our chanting. <clears throat> Today I am going to dedicate um, this morning chanting for Rebecca. She is celebrating her birthday. Where is Rebecca? Okay, Rebecca? Okay. <laughs> okay, she's, uh, our vice president, she is celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday. We are going to chant for you and sending all the blessing, all the commitment you are making for the temple and the monks, and keep this place beautiful. And also sending all the blessings to all of you for this holiday season. <clears throat> Let's chant. Namo tasa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhasa <coughs> Buddhang saranang gachami, Dhammang saranang gachami, Sangang saranang gachami, Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami, Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sangang saranang gachami Tatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami 
Atiyamti Sangang Saranang Gachami Anicca Vata Sankara Uppadvaya Dhammino Uppajitva Nirujjanti Te Sangupa Samosuko Sabbe Santa Avera Hontu Sabbe Santa Abhya Pajya Hontu Sabbe Santa Aniga Hontu Sabbe Santa Sukhiyatanam Pariharantu Manopubhangamadamma Manosetta Manomaya Manasache Padutena Vasativa Karotiva Tatonang Dukkha Manveti Chankang Vahatopadang Manopumbangamadamma Manosetta Manomaya Manasache Pasanene Bhasativa Karotiva Tatonang Sukhaman Veti Chayavanapaini We believe. My wish. Good morning, everybody. Happy to see you all after a long time. <laughs> so, this month, um, I was celebrating my 40-year 
being a monk. Uh, <laughs> so when the day comes, I was so quiet about it. Uh, so I didn't tell and announce it to, you know, even my monks. Um, I was celebrating myself with my inner self. So I was foc- focusing on my 40 years being a monk. How was that journey up and down, challenges and difficulties and problems. And when people looking at me always, they are thinking, oh, how wonderful, we have a great, wonderful life. So most of the time people see I'm smiling. So behind that smile, sometimes people cannot see what is going on, right? You know, we all are smiling, but inside us we have lots of challenges and difficulties throughout all those years. So there is no big difference in you and in me. And when I'm coming this journey, I faced so many challenges and difficulties and problems. Some are really annoying, <laughs> some are really difficult. Uh, so many moments I think this is enough, I'm done, I don't want to do this. And I had all those feelings so normal to me. So when I'm thinking about, think about them now. So, but anyway, I made my 40 years. And so when I'm go inward, when I'm thinking about it, I have a great uh, joy and con- contentment, my inner self. And after I become a monk, you know, my father said to me, uh, he was so disappointed and angry because I'm leaving the family. He said, don't come back home telling me I cannot do this. So being honest, you know, the, according to his language, this is what he said. If you come home, we don't like you go and become a monk. Definitely I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that much he was disappointed the day I'm becoming a monk. So he said even last minute, everything is organized, you can cancel. We can cancel. Everybody can have a party, canceling the celebration. And, <laughs> and so you can stay home the day I uh, went home, my last day as a layperson, to respect to my parents. Then that moment, that's what my father said. You can change your mind, you can stay home. I said, no, I'm going back. (laughs) So then he said, okay, go back. If you come home again, as a layperson, saying, I cannot do that, definitely I'm going to kill you. (laughs) So it's so funny when I'm thinking. So I remember all those information in my life now. When I'm check uh, internally what is going on. So anyway, I have great contentment about this journey. Because I have lots of doubts about this journey too. But little by little, when I'm looking inside me and trying to figuring out my emotional challenges and difficulties, not comparing with somebody else, emotions and challenges they are going through, I was thinking these are very unique to me. I have to manage myself. Right? So when I'm managing those things, my teachers... My gurus, my friends, they said, I'm crazy. That's what they were thinking. So then I was thinking, it is okay, that is my craziness anyway. So I have to manage, I have to handle. So therefore, where I am at in my life, because of my inner stubbornness, I call, I'm very stubborn when I go inward, because I don't want to put my practice comparing to somebody's practice or uh, comparing my teacher's practice, comparing my other masters, how they did. I don't compare my practice with them. I feel I'm a unique person. I have unique practice. My mind and your mind and their mind is totally different. So therefore, I had to figure it out. So when I'm celebrating now my 40 years being a monk, I don't have any regrets about this journey. If somebody asks me, Bhante, do you have any doubts? No, I don't have any doubts. Me and Rahul are living together, and so we always talking about our journey and practice together, and it is very clear. The mind is very organized. So even the whole world is going upside down, it doesn't matter for me anymore. Why? I feel my journey is clear and focused. So anyway, 
Sometimes I am thinking when I am looking at the world and people called spiritual and practicing and every day, sometimes I have a big question mark. Being spiritual, sometimes people taking little fun, little entertainment. So, you know, sometimes from the dress, they change. The, the eating habit, they change. Um, way they talk, they change. Outside, they change a lot when they call them spiritual. But inside, the same difficult, challenging person. So more than changing your outside, I think it's very important to change inside. So I can see so many people called spiritual, they have lots of challenges and problems. One person I know, she always telling, you know, I'm so spiritual. She always announced that, I'm so spiritual. She dressed like, you know, the guru. You know, I know I'm judging, but I'm not condemning. Right? So she is always telling, I'm so spiritual. This is my life. You know, this is wonderful. Then she called me one day and said, Bhante, I'm going for 10-day Vipassana retreat. Silent retreat, you know, in Rockford, there's a center. People go, great, if you can do a silent retreat 10 days, that's amazing and wonderful. I said, good for you, please do that. So then she left. She went to that uh, retreat center and practice, start to practice. So after two days later, I can see so many missed calls on my phone. Then I call her back. Then she's sitting in the car. She escaped from the meditation center. And she cannot handle her emotion and crying and crying and crying. I don't know what is going on. I'm mad right now. I cannot handle this being quiet and everybody is so quiet. Nobody is talking. There's nobody to talk and no guidance, no teacher. I have to watch always a television screen. That's the only way to get the instructions. And so I'm mad right now. And Bhante, I cannot man manage my feelings right now. Then I asked, what's going on? So then she said, she said, during my meditation, when I'm sitting on the cushion and quiet, no sound, nothing, and what happened? I felt so many things coming to the surface in my mind, which I really don't like. They are dark, they are challenging, they are childhood experience, they are negative. I don't know how to manage those things. I was thinking I'm doing great. So, using those other props and outside things, she was thinking she was doing great. Her hairstyle is different than other people. The dress code is different than other people. Wearing maybe ten malas, mala beads. So then, people can see that person is different. Which is wonderful. I know she is a wonderful person. Still, she is a good friend of mine. And so, what I am telling, so... She realized in between all those things she bring from outside to make her raise and tell the world I'm spiritual, but being quiet, she realized I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. She said, I'm so mad with my parents and so many things she, she repressed. So therefore I'm asking you, being in this spiritual journey, make sure you are you know, repressing your emotions, when you're getting older and older, those emotions will come to the surface. So I had that problem too. So being a monk, sometimes what I did, I repress things. So many years. Then I was thinking, I'm doing great. Why? Secured environment good people around me. Therefore, I cannot put my distraction out. After being in Michigan temple, traditional Sri Lankan Buddhist temple in Michigan, I came to Illinois 20 years ago. Then first time I went to Chicago late in the evening with group of people. So that's the first experience, exposure to modern world and lights and, you know, all the people wondering, you know, I can see, oh my God, this is crazy. So lots of feeling, lots of feeling. Now I am in this world always. 
Like last week, I was in South Beach, Miami. Now think about that place. <laughs> I love that place. You know, why I love that place? I can see who I am in that place. Without going there, I cannot see who I am. Real me. I manage myself really well. So therefore, this practice, how you are going to see yourself, how you are going to see yourself while you are sitting on the cushion? Do you see real you? That's my question. When you are sitting on the cushion, do you see real yourself? I was sitting on the cushion so many years, <laughs> but I didn't see myself. But I see some distraction and difficulties. But sitting on the cushion is very important, I understand that. But sometimes, sitting on the cushion, you don't see real you. After you get up from the cushion, go outside, you can see real you. When you are dealing with the situation. I have a beautiful experience happen. We were in Sri Lanka for Tyler's wedding. So, you know, I left week early to organize everything with uh, one of my good friend, Michael, who is living in Sri Lanka. We both get into the airplane from O'Hare, and after one hour being in the flight, we both had the smell, very bad, strong smell. We cannot even stand. Then uh, Michael said, I feel something underneath uh, my seat or somewhere in front of me. Then what I did, I grabbed my phone, I turned on the lights, I check. Then I can see in front of us, the elderly lady throw up. Now we had to fly 13 hours. <laughs> and so now you can see I'm like this. Now I can see all the vomiting all over his shoes and part of my robes. So then we both get up. Now I can see Michael a little upset. And then I was thinking, I have two choices. One thing, get upset and ruin my whole trip. Or just surrender and handle it. So I pick the second one. So now I get up, then flight attendant came, they start to clean, but that lady, in between seats, she throw up. But she's sleeping, still there she's sleeping, maybe she's sick. I felt so compassionate to her, and it's an elderly lady, after, um, then flight attendant came to me and said, let's go and find another two seats. Then we went to the very far of the flight. Now I can see there's a three seats or four seats, one lady, and she's sleeping there. Then flight attendant said, please get up, wake up. We have to share the seat. Now I can see that woman doesn't like it. Doesn't like it. Now she said, she kind of yelled at, uh, you know, the flight attendant and said, how come you are asking these two men to sit next to me? I don't want to sit with two men. It is not fair to me. Then that moment, I was thinking, what's wrong with that? That my judgmental mind, why we are not demons? So we are human beings. But I didn't say it. Then I was sitting in the um, aisle seat. Michael was in the middle seat. Now that lady is sitting there, next seat. So, now she is giving hard time to us. Keep giving hard time. I have patience, but sometimes my friend Michael, he doesn't have it in that moment, good or bad. So, he made the complaint to the flight attendant and he said, you know, we had to find another seat or we had to do something. So, then uh, flight attendant came and said, one person has to get up. So then Michael said, okay, I will do. Then I had to go and find another seat. So then Michael left. I don't know where he is because 300 people in the plane. And now I'm sitting, I'll seat. She's sitting in the middle seat. Then I said, being nice to her, excuse me, ma'am, how about you move to window seat? Then we have a little distance. Then she did. After 30 minutes later, she said, how dare, how bad? How come you are asking me to move to the window seat? Now she is screaming and yelling at me. Then I was thinking, definitely mentally she has some issues. 
right? I was thinking definitely. So now I feel, even I'm a meditation practitioner, I feel inside me, now she's pushing my buttons. <laughs> I really feel that negative energy. But I was thinking, this is my 40 years of being a monk. <laughs> if I don't handle it, then my practice is useless. Now I thought, okay, now I can see mindfulness is keep kicking in, right? I am getting in, I am getting in, I am managing it. So now, after hour later, now we are fine, now I can see the tension, I feel a little uncomfortable too. And after hour later she said, I want to get up. So I get up and allow her to go to the bathroom. Now I cannot sleep, I can do my things, I keep waiting for her to come back. You know somebody get up and go, we are waiting, right? Now, almost hour, she's not returned. Now I'm sitting, I'm looking like this, I'm checking, and you know, I cannot do my things, I cannot fall asleep. Anytime she will come and distract me again. So finally, you know, flight attendant came to me and said, you know what, she's giving a hard time for us. You have to get up. You have to leave this seat. So in that moment, I had the option, no, I'm leaving, she has to leave. I can say that. Then I thought, this is my practice. I am going to get up. So I did. Now I think she's enjoying her seat with by, by herself. Then they put me to another middle seat. Now two women, both sides of me. Now that other one lady, she's wearing the burqa. I can see she's Islamic. She's keep looking at me. And then I kind of had the feeling she's going to Sri Lanka. Then I start to talk in my language. She cannot speak my language. Then she start to her, talk to me her own language, Tamil. I cannot talk Tamil. <laughs> but anyway, she can speak little English. We communicate however. She said, I need help. So when she switched the plane, you know, transit, she need the help. She's in I said, don't worry. I'm going to Sri Lanka. I will help you. Now I'm sitting there, a little uncomfortable. But anyway, after we, you know, get up, get down from the plane, now she wants to go to the next terminal with us, but we are late because our flight landed late. Now she is so distracted, she is in fear, she tried to run through security and everything. Now I'm keep holding her. I said, wait, I'm going to same airplane. <laughs> We, we will be fine, I will help you, but she doesn't have patience at all. Now we are late. She go to this line, she run to that line. I said, no, stay with me, I'm going to the same plane. I want to help her. She asked me, she need help. Now Michael, he's impatient with me. Why? Within next 20 minutes we have to get into the plane, otherwise definitely you, we are going to miss it. Then Mike was kind of yelled at me, Bhante, what's wrong with you? Let her to go. Let's go, otherwise we miss the flight. I said, Michael, I understand we are going to miss the flight. How about this? I cannot leave this woman by herself. She cannot do this. I can see. I really want to help. I said, I am a seasoned traveler. I know how to do things. Therefore, you go. You go and get into the flight, go to Sri Lanka and do everything. I will be there. Then he was telling me, okay, okay, whatever you want. Now he's so depressed and, you know, standing next to me. However, we, however, I grabbed that grandma and went to the gate. In the last minute, almost, last few minutes, we get into the plane. Okay? So, in the plane now, we all are sitting. Then Michael said, I don't know how you are doing these things. I'm very sorry, I was mad with you, I was upset. And do you do these things every day? I said, no, <laughs> I don't do it every day. But in this moment, I felt this is important. I call the random kindness. So she needs help. Otherwise, I realize being spiritual, call myself, I'm a practitioner. What is the purpose? If I cannot stand for somebody else, if I cannot help another person, what is the purpose? Maybe I will miss the flight. That's okay. So how many times we miss the flights? 
you know, nobody going to get mad with me. So, but however I did. So that moment, whole this story from Chicago to Sri Lanka, it was a mess. It was a mess. But the good thing about it, I didn't allow to mess my inner self. Does it make sense now? So therefore, your practice is not on the cushion. Therefore, don't addict to the cushion. Then if you are addict to the cushion, you become a cushion addict. <laughs> That's the new addict I can find in the spiritual community. I call the cushion addict. They are so attached to the cushion. I love my cushion. This is my place. That's okay. But the day you are dying, you are taking the cushion from the blue lotus? No. You have to take your own mind. Long years ago, when we are just started meditation um, at the basement, uh, 20 years ago, so I remember one lady after meditation, she came to me and crying. I asked, why you are crying? So Bhante, I came to meditation a little late today. Somebody was sitting on my cushion. Then I said, where is your cushion? What is your cushion? Then she said, last five years I am sitting left side of you, front row, third cushion. That's my cushion. You know that. <laughs> I said, I have seen you, you are sitting there, but it is not yours. Then I asked, did you pay for this cushion? Or did you bring from your home this cushion? She said, no, but I was sitting there, that's why I call mine. When you are sitting there, it doesn't call yours. If she didn't pay for that, if she didn't bring from the home, that's not her. So I said, that's not yours. So I gave a hard time for her. So then I said, how about this? From now on, you cannot sit on that cushion. Now she's crying like a baby. So then she said, really? I said, yes, I'm the boss. <laughs> And I said, I am the boss, you cannot sit on that cushion. Then I said, instead of sitting on that cushion, how about you sit in the different places? She said, okay. You know, she is not happy about it. Now, I can see Saturday when she come to meditation, she in the downstairs, she is sitting in the different places because I made the rule. But she and no, myself, we know the story. Now, can you remember, can you understand this? The human condition? You know, once in a while she come early automatically she go to her old cushion. It's amazing to me how human behaviors are. Automatically she go to her own cushion she used to sit. What I did couple of times, every time when I see she's sitting on the cushion, before I start the meditation I'm asking her, excuse me ma'am, could you please get up from that cushion, give it to Nancy? You know, somebody new. I'm always offering that cushion to somebody else. She hate me. <laughs> One day she came to me and said, Bhante, I hate you, but I had to handle it. So however, we did couple of time like that. Finally she came to me and said, thank you so much giving me this lesson. Even I'm hating you, I got it. So it makes sense now. So, sitting on the cushion, coming to the blue lotus doesn't make any sense if you are not going inward and see who you are, how you feel in front of difficult, challenging moment. When you are going through some tough time in your life, if you cannot see that, what is the purpose of this practice? So, therefore, I am so grateful, even I gave a talk last night um, about it, I am so grateful what happened last, you know, two years having pandemic. So, pandemic shift my whole practice. It totally changed my whole pra practice. I put in the perspective. I feel so good about pandemic. I call the pandemic blessing. Pandemic bless me to see who I am. So, therefore, if you are not managing yourself naturally, listen to yourself, listen to your inner self, universe going to handle it. That's what happened with the pandemic. So people, are including myself, going crazy, running all over the world and thinking I have very exciting life, but I realized middle of nowhere, within a week, all my travel cancelled, there's no excitement anymore. So that time gave me opportunity to see who I am, where I am at, 
my great opportunity. I'm so grateful to American Park. That time, I was at the temple with monks. I used to walk every day. So when I was sitting under oak tree one sunny day at the American Park, I realized I have lots of issues in myself, emotional things. So many years being busy in this world, I didn't address. Does it make sense? Being ex-world, being busy, traveling, I didn't address those things. Why? Those are dark, those are difficult, those are emotional, those are challenging. Then I felt, I want to talk to somebody. But then I keep thinking, to who I am going to talk? Then I know too much dharma, I think. That's the problem sometimes. And so I felt, oh, I'm going to talk to this person, that person, I label all those people. Then I felt, no, I'm not going to do it. After I put it out, I cannot take it back. <laughs> so then Buddha said, if people are imperfect, don't trust them. So now I know too much. So therefore, I didn't feel right to tell and talk. Then it's so difficult and emotionally, I feel like a burning inside. I really need counseling or therapy or something like that. Then I was thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. How about I'm going to talk to this oak tree? Oak tree become my teacher. It sounds crazy, right? So I start to talk to this oak tree. Hi, oak tree. I have this issue. I know oak tree is standing tall and quiet and listening and observing, no judgment. <laughs> and never. So I was talking to that oak tree couple of days. Then I realized I am little by little I am solving my problem. How? I can see I am going get into the root of my problems. So that oak tree become my bodhi tree. So then I realized after you know the, during the process of the Buddha's enlightenment he was sitting under the bodhi tree. One thing he did, he duplicate himself. Under the Bodhi tree, he duplicate himself, then he build the conversation with that duplicate person. It is amazing to me. Then I realized later in my psychological mind, I did the same thing. I, I used the oak tree, you know, but I was talking to my inner child. So now I can see all my problems, all my challenges and difficulties, all the memories are there. Still there. I can see everything in details. But those memories are not really hurting me anymore because they are healed. So what I'm asking, my message for you this morning, life has a full of challenges and difficulties. Come into the blue lotus sitting on the cushion every Saturday morning or every Wednesday or Monday night doesn't help until you go and see who you are truly inside you, and also you can see yourself when you are dealing with the real situation in the world. So, please come to the temple, sit on the cushion, then go back to the wall and test your practice. This is not the testing place. This is the place you are, we are training yourself. Does it make sense? Any thoughts? Any questions? Any comments? How about your practice? <laughs> Don't attach the cushion, right? Right? <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. So now think about when you get into one place every day, you put the label on it. This is my place. Then after two weeks later, you think I own this place. That's how we are creating the problem with people too. This makes sense, right? Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Thank you, Tai. So, in honor of your 40 years, we're not going to charge you for going over our time limit. That's your celebration. Thank you, Monk. Happy birthday, Rebecca. We love you so much. We're so glad you were born. Um, <laughs> There's two people in the world who have a very different perspective, this, uh, and that's Michael, who Bonte just told a story about, and me, because we are both charged with managing the
the private life of this monk. And so when we landed in Sri Lanka a week after that story, Michael and I took a walk on the beach, which we often do, and we have a very private conversation about the private details of our, each of our unique jobs. And all I can say is Michael tells that story very differently. <laughs> and what he said was something like, you're really lucky that you even have a wedding because I almost called the whole thing off. He was terrible the whole trip. <laughs> and then we were working budget um, for Sanathasuya, and we have a new line, which um, we're now budgeting each month so that we have this pile of money for Bonte's crazy moments. Because you'll be walking down the street with him, and then we'll meet someone, and all of a sudden he says, stop, do you have a hundred bucks? Give it to that person. <laughs> that person needs a scarf. We need to help this person. Randomly, like in the most awkward moments, usually when we're in a hurry, usually when it's the most least appropriate time, he is overcome with the certainty that we have to help somebody. And I'm just telling you, after 20 years, he's always right. It always turns into something so magnificent. We went to New Orleans once, and we took a road trip to Baton Rouge, and we're in like the worst neighborhood. There is, there is like, there's no way this, this man in his robe and me are going to be welcomed in this community. They, they don't understand anything that we're doing. We're, there's no, no, uh, welcoming committee for us. It's the opposite of that. And so we're thinking about where we're going to open a temple and looking around and everything is worse than the next thing. And then we get to the worst spot. And the person with us who's helping us says, no, I'm so sorry I brought you here. We need to go. Bonte gets out of the car and he goes, we'll build it right here. I mean, the worst spot. <laughs> and, and I just said, I can't help. There's just no way. Six months later, thriving temple right in the worst spot. Tons of people coming. So we've learned to surrender all the time to this man's wisdom. I encourage you to do the same. Uh, this evening we have a sound bath meditation hosted by uh, Della Mora at 6 p.m. So if you go to the gift shop um, or our online calendar, you can register. Um, and if you could help us after meditation uh, make the chairs and cushions, um, somebody will direct us, but we need to clear this room for that event. So if you're willing, uh, you could become overly attached to your cushion by bringing it with you as you leave the Dharma Hall and putting it in a pile for us. That'd be great. Um, next Saturday is our annual New Year's blessing ceremony. Uh, it'll be on December 10th from 4 to 7 p.m. We have visiting monks coming from all over the country, so we'd love for you to come. It's a really beautiful evening, um, really great talk, really great event, uh, good meditation, great Dharma talks, and some uh, extra monks to help with extraordinary chanting that uh, will just completely rivet you. We have um, an opportunity to give a donation to those monks that are coming to help manage their travel expenses and their time and show our generosity for their service to us. So if you would like to donate um, on that table over there, you can sign up to uh, donate for a monk, which is $100 or part of a monk, which is whatever you can afford. We'd be really grateful. There's also a QR code. You can just take a picture and donate that way. That might make it easier. We're going to have food downstairs after the event, uh, and so we're always interested in help with setup and cleanup. If you'd like to be in service, there's sign-up sheets over there for that. And then last but not least, we are collecting this year um, for homeless veterans in the area. So we're looking for things like long underwear, hats, gloves, scarves, socks, hand warmers. Uh, we're not looking for used items. The, the, the group we're looking for is uh, working with is asking for new items. So if you're looking for a way to be generous, that would be really helpful. And then we're also collecting toys um, for children in need for the holiday. And so, uh, Carol, are you here? Do you want to talk about that briefly? Thank you.
All right, and uh, Bonte, on behalf of our whole community, 40 years is really something. You have changed the world in an immeasurable way. I know we all feel it, the impact and the gift you've given us through your modeling, the practice, through your own life is a gift that none of us could ever repay, but I think we're all committed to trying every day in our behavior. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Sadu, sadu, sadu. Thanks, everybody.